0: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
1: This is TalkSport Daily.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Saturday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to yet another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we kick things off today looking ahead to this weekend's, well, kickoff in the Premier League. An action live and exclusive on game day.
3: Premier League season 31, with even more than ever on
4: Talk Sport.
2: What a run and what a goal for Jacob Ramsey
3: and Aston Villa have the lead.
4: It's very much looking forward and trying to improve from a league position last year, Try and finish in the top half of the league.
3: Gordon with a strike, it's there and Everton have the lead.
4: There's a lot of good people at the club now that are really working in a good direction.
3: Manchester United are being battered by Brighton. We've managed to keep progressing and keep moving forward and then a little bit more belief grows. Wilson 2-0 Newcastle have doubled their lead it's points drop for Liverpool you have to look at it in those terms not good enough not quick enough not precise enough all these kind of things it's headed in by Mark Gahey more star quality more huge names the best there is on offer and that's just talk sport Today, at half past
2: 12, Aston Villa take on Everton, live and exclusive on TalkSport. Now, Aston Villa legend Gabby Agbonlahor spoke to Villa midfielder John McGinn about recently becoming club captain.
3: Form of two, Aston
0: Villa
2: nil. Boy, does Steven Gerrard have some work to do in terms of finding the best way to get the best out of his players? I wanted to know how the squad are feeling after the weekend and how important it is to, yes, be disappointed, but... You have to get over it, don't you, during the week whilst you're training and look forward to the weekend's game.
5: It was a tough start. No one was prepared for. It was about getting the balance right between knowing that the result and the performance wasn't acceptable, but not to overreact. We've got a home game on Saturday and it's just about getting back in the horse and, and putting in a, a much better performance.
0: Lampard with the header and he guides it in.
5: Gerard swings
4: it in. Yes. Oh! I know Frank extremely well. I shared the dressing room with him for, for many years. He's he's a fierce competitor, he's a winner. You've got two people that'll be be desperate to, to be on the winning end of it. I don't think that'll ever change it. Never when we played, and it certainly won't, um, from a touchline point of view.
2: Gerard versus Lampard, that's the talk everywhere, you know, play together so much for England, probably two of England's best ever midfielders. Has that been any talk this week of, you know, the gaffer wanting to beat Lampard? Tongue in cheek between the lads talking about it, you know, win this one for the gaffer because he's not gonna to want to to Lampard.
5: I think if the result last week went better then there would have been a wee bit more banner. but I think there's there's been a serious little bit of edge to training this week. We're disappointed in how we approached the game last week and I think half-twelve kick-off, first home game of the season at Villa Park we need to come out of traps, and show the, the supporters the desire and the, the commitment that was, that was lacking last week. We know we owe a performance and a result and I think everyone else involved maybe yourself can call your pundit now. The, the pundits. The media I think they'll be making more than, than what it actually is for us. And then he blows the
3: full-time whistle. Listen to that roar. Everton and their supporters breathe again.
5: Everton last season showed that how important the, the home supporters are. I think that kinda dragged them over the line for, for safety. For us last season we didn't use it to our advantage well enough. We've got huge waiting lists for season tickets. Um, people are hungry to come and watch us succeed so I think it's up to me and the boys who have been there, here a long time to show the, the new boys give 100% in commitment uh, and Villa Park will carry along definitely.
4: I analysed the group um, really closely on and off the pitch and I'm really happy and content with my decision and uh, I'll go with John McGinn. To
5: wear that arm- armband and to be given that opportunity not only to represent a club of a size but to be given it by one of the most iconic captains that Uh, the league scene so it's certainly a day I'll never forget I'm really keen to become a successful captain of Villa no one that just wears it for the sake of it
2: Ahead of their encounter Aston Villa manager Steven Gerrard discussed the relationship he's had with Everton boss Frankie Lampard over the years
4: Yeah listen I know Frank extremely well i shared the dressing room with him for for many years he's he's a fierce competitor he's a winner Um, very composed very calm um, got a got a really impressive football IQ. I think you could see very early on when I started sharing the dressing room with him that he'd probably stay in the game in some capacity. Um, so it's no surprise to see him obviously um, in a very similar position to myself, which is to try and lead you know a big establishment and, and progress it and move it forward. Um, but yeah, in terms of competing against each other, whether it be on the pitch or now as a manager, um, you've got to two people that will be desperate to to be on the winning end of it. I don't think that will ever change it, never when we played, and it certainly won't um, from a touchline point of view. Now,
2: later on today, Brighton take on Newcastle United. Live and exclusive on TalkSport 2, don't you know? Natalie Sawyer has been catching up with Brighton midfielder Pascal Gross. He's, of course, the fellow that uh, flukily and luckily scored a couple of goals against United last weekend, but it doesn't really matter. What was the score in that? Who cares?
0: final whistle has just gone. It's been an absolutely abysmal performance. Manchester United won. Brighton of Albion 2. The headlines, though, after that win sadly sort of focus more on the United loss than the Brighton win. Is that a little bit frustrating for all of you?
6: Not for me. I think that's normal. Um, United is a massive football club, so people people want to know more about United probably than, than about Brighton in the UK. Um, so we have to live with that, but it doesn't doesn't yeah, matter for us. We've been really happy. Our fans been really happy. Um, so that that's for us important.
3: Now Gross with the chance to make it three. He does.
0: What about Brighton then? Since you joined in 2017, you joined in the summer that they were promoted to the Premier League. How much
6: has it changed? Quite a bit. Um, different manager. Different. Um, a little bit bigger training ground, um, different players. I think I'm not sure if it's just Dunk, Soli Marge and me who is still there. So um, yeah, it changed quite a bit, um, but it's the same club and I'm, I'm really happy and proud that I'm still here. And
0: you said about a change in management, Graham Potter, your, your gaffer, uh, how has he transformed Brighton? What, what makes him such a good manager?
6: Tactically, he's really good, I think, as a player. For me, I always know what my job is, um, with the ball, without the ball. It's really clear for me that that helps me a lot, um, personally and as a, yeah, what we want to do as a team um, against whichever team we play, and yeah, off the pitch as well, um, really open. Um, you can speak to him whatever whatever you need or whatever it is, it's about football or privately. Um, He's really open there and and listen to you. No
0: doubt, very much focused. He is on the challenge of of Newcastle, who you face on Saturday. What do you expect from them, Pascal?
6: I expect a really tough game. I think they're really in good shape as well, um, like us. So I think it will be a really good game. Um, Hopefully we can be better than them on Saturday.
2: Newcastle boss Eddie Howe spoke about his opposing manager, Graham Potter, and the tactical challenge he faces today.
0: right in a very unique team uh, I'd say that when you play them you have a huge challenge on your hands tactically I think they're excellent I think Graham's done an amazing job I think it's well documented how uh, innovative he is forward thinking he is um, so I think watching his game against Manchester United was, was a really interesting game from a tactical viewpoint so we're going to be challenged every game's different in the Premier League but uh, this one is uh, a big challenge for us and we, we're going to need to respond to it so this is a very different game to Nottingham Forest. Obviously, we're away. Um, but uh, as I said, we've prepared for Brighton. We hope that we can impose our style on them, but it will be a, uh, a difficult
2: challenge. Moving to breakfast now. Yesterday's show saw TalkSport re-spark an old family feud as they were joined by boxers Chris Eubank Jr. and Connor Ben. They, of course, are fighting next month at the O2 Arena. They both gave their thoughts ahead of the mouth-watering clash.
1: The message will be be sent loud and clear when I'm in front of him but yeah he he you know he he knows what's at stake he knows the the gravity of this fight the responsibility that we both have to our family names uh, there's a lot of pressure on both of us I don't fold under the pressure time and time again I've actually overcome pressure and made it made me it's made me fight harder and stronger and then made me become more of an animal in the ring we haven't seen that with Ben he mm-hmm. hasn't been on the big stage yet Mm. Is he going to be able to handle that pressure? We're going to find out.
5: Who come to England on their own, left their family to pursue their career? When you talk about pressure, he don't know the meaning of pressure. He's had his dad here with him his whole career. You know, I've been here on my own, doing it on my own. I get in the ring on my own. I deal with the pressure myself. I don't have no one to fall back on. I do this myself. I've come here to 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 set my own legacy. So, you know, as far as pressure goes, that's uh, that's rubbish. You know, at mm. 19, 19 years old, walking out to a pacto too. Expectation. So, you know... He can, he, can, he can think what he wants, but um, I don't know what I'm made of.
2: Now, continuing on The Breakfast Show, Chris Eubank Jr. discussed his recent relationship with his father, Chris Eubank, obviously. And if he would be alongside him in his corner against Conor Ben.
1: I would actually like my old man to be in the corner with me. Would you? Right. I would. I yeah. would like that. Um, I told Roy that he would be in my corner for the rest of my career. This is yeah. the one fight where I would have my old man there. Mm. Just because of, you know, what this this all means to us, you know? I start spewing. Yeah. But I don't know if he wants to be in the corner. That's oh, the question. You're joking. Um, really? So we have to find out where his head is at with that. And from there, we'll decide what to do. Since I, the fight's been announced, I haven't actually heard from him. No. Which is uh, amazing to say. You know, he's been... He's been, especially early on in my career, he was, you know, there front and centre for all my fights, you know, and we're at the press conferences, at the the weigh-ins, in the corner, and for the for the biggest fight of my career, he's gone missing. Uh, it's, it's incredible to say, but that's what's happened. So I'm waiting for that phone call. I'm waiting for him to walk through the door and say, OK, son, let's do this.
2: Now, moving to my club, Manchester United, and Marcus Rashford's representatives, big word for me, have reportedly met with PSG, following uncertainty about the Ford's future at Old Trafford. Simon Jordan thinks it's a
3: time for change.
2: Well, keep your face out of it, Simon.
3: I think the problem with Marcus Rashford is that Marcus Rashford has been built up in the minds of many people that watch him or don't watch him at a level that he's not really at. And so by that level that he's being judged at, his standards have diminished when really and truly he is a player, a good player, a player capable of playing for Manchester United and and capable of playing for England. But he's not this superstar world beater that people have alluded to and put him on a pedestal. If I'm Manchester United, given what I've seen from him, given the fact his agent is at it, I'd send him to PSG in a cab. I think his time at Man United is done. I think he needs a change of direction. I think his performances have been entirely based upon his outlook and attitude, with some of it being situations off the field, and I don't necessarily mean his charitable work. I think there is a change-up required, and I think people like Marcus Rashford are beginning to fall into a camp that Memphis Depay and uh, Anthony Martial have fallen into, which is bags and bags and bags and bags of ability, but not enough delivery on a regular basis
1: You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
0: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle, and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.
2: Now, yesterday, Euro winner and England captain Leah Williamson joined Kickoff and discussed how it felt to be champions of Europe.
0: Yeah, it was emotional. Um, I think I might have said some swear words when I was talking to my dad and it might have been caught by the camera, so I apologise for that. But yeah, I was um, they're crying, I'm crying. Uh, yeah, I don't know, it's just nice, isn't it? Like, I work so hard and ultimately I could have a whole career where I don't win anything and that happens to some people, but to be able to enjoy moments like that together. And I, I said, like, they, they enjoyed their Euro's journey on their own. And I was playing and they were fans. And then that's the moment where we can bring it together and enjoy it together.
2: Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on Talks About Wherever You Get Your Podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks About Daily podcasts that first thing in the morning. So do what you have to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
3: That was a podcast from Talk Sport.